0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Welcome to episode 20 of Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that shouldn't have. But before we dive into news and media... We have some good news for you guys. For those who don't already know, a report on the Kaveri water dispute published on News Laundry recently won the Red Ink Award in the Environment category. This wouldn't have been possible without your belief in support, so thank you guys. The report was authored by journalist T R Vivek, and you can find the link of the award-winning piece below. Moving on to discuss news and media, today we have with us our very own Shruti Menon. Hi, Shruti. Hello.
1: <laughs> Not anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Formerly with News Laundry, as Amit pointed out, Shruti is currently working as a correspondent and researcher with NDTV 24-7. In particular, she works for two shows, Truth vs Hype and Reality Check. Earlier, she's also worked with Bloomberg Quint. Good to have you back. Thank you. Also joining us after three weeks in Karnataka or after three weeks of roaming around, we have with us Amit. Hello. Also joining us is Rohin. Hi, Rohin. Hello. And this is Cherry, your host for the episode. So without further ado, let's talk about what made news. Let's go to the panel. So, Shruti, beginning with you, over the last week, actually more than the last week, the media has been obsessed with Karnataka elections. And not all state elections get as much attention. So what do you think was different this time? And the rest of the panel can be in.
2: So what was different this time was definitely the way the election spanned out <laughs> and it <laughs> demanded the kind of attention and coverage that the media gave to mm. uh, the Karnataka election this time and um, there are several things that got overshadowed by the drama that was mm. so to say Nataka in Karnataka as many people say uh, happened in Karnataka, many things, many many things that were overshadowed by the elections. One of them was, of course, the Varanasi uh, flyover, flyover collapse, collapse. Hmm. and so several aspects of it could not have been covered. For ex- so, the first and foremost, it I I know that. It did not get wall to wall coverage. One of the reasons was because it happened on the day of the counting oh. and it was mm-hmm. a very crucial day for Karnataka and the rest of the country. Mm. But uh, even after the counting day was over, there were no follow ups mm. for uh, what happened in Varanasi. And there were so what many is deaths. happening? Yeah, there were about 15 deaths if i'm not wrong
3: no 15 to official hai. it hmm. is more than 70
2: okay so official we we'll still wow we'll still go with the official figure hmm. Hmm. and the report that came out after 48 hours mm-hmm. the uh, the entire uh, authorities who were the entire set of authorities who were uh, liable for what happened we still don't know who to point fingers at some say it was a thunderstorm and times now did did a sting operation so to say uh, two sting operations one against the uh, on the police officers and one on uh, the bridge corporation officials So I really fail to understand what called for that sting operation, because in both the sting operations, the police officials are blaming the bridge corporation. The bridge corporation is blaming the police officials that they did not divert the traffic. Now, I don't know what element of that sting operation they would not say on record. I think even on record, the police officials would blame the bridge corporation Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So many things, many, many, coming back to it, many, many things that were missed out in that particular incident. Mm -hmm. Very, very unfortunate incident that happened because of the Karnataka elections. And there were absolutely no
0: follow ups. But as you pointed out a lot of drama happened, which is why it deserved the coverage. It did, but the drama started sort of post the counting and post the polling. Hmm. But even True. before that, like over, pre, over the previous two podcasts, we've, talken, uh, we've spoken about how much Karnataka elections are getting, the, how much coverage the Karnataka elections are getting, which is not as much coverage state elections, let's say in Jharkhand or Bihar would get. So Amit, would you like to weigh in on
1: this? I certainly don't agree with your analogy because every election post-2014 has got equal amount of coverage in the news media It is also because of the uh, kind of electoral juggernaut that BJP is running in the country. So I'll point out how and which election was covered in what manner. After 2014, Maharashtra elections happened, Maharashtra, Haryana, Jharkhand. All three elections were uh, widely covered. And it was covered because it was the first election after Modi took over the country. So there was a lot of... Enthusiasm in the BJP as well as the media about how people respond to the BJP's uh, You know uh, electoral promises number two in second election was in Delhi Obviously Arvind Kejriwal outsmarted uh, Narendra Modi will Narendra Modi be able to defeat AK-49 All that debate happened we saw Kiran Bedi we saw the number of interviews which happened So again it was uh, wall-to-wall coverage then Bihar came, Bihar was the talking point for at least two months, I believe, if I'm not wrong, because you know our, uh, the entire debate was whether RJD will be able to uh, establish itself, whether it'll be able to come back, make a return to the politics. Uh, the grand alliance politics, the DNA there was lot of drama even in So
0: you're uh, basically saying that the difference has been the
1: BJP No, after 2014 because BJP takes every election very seriously and it puts lot of energy, Amit Shah, Narendra Modi, the entire uh, machinery works in a way that it makes every election important, and they say it on record. If you speak to them, even by polls, they'll say we take even panchayati elections very seriously, and that is the reason you saw uh, West Bengal polls uh, that whatever ha- was happening in West Bengal, it was also making news. It did not make news to uh, to the uh, you know in the way it should have. Uh, so yeah, uh, so that analogy, that argument, I believe is. Uh, I don't think it's uh, right to say that Karnataka was overplayed or only the Karnataka election got a lot of coverage. Yes, uh, we were, you know... uh, I think it
2: demanded... I'm sorry to cut you in, but it demanded the kind of coverage. It demanded
1: the kind of coverage and it also got kind of coverage or at least we we think that it got a lot of coverage because it was the... There was election in only one state. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what happens is your attention gets uh, divided between two, three states where the polls are happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, you will see a similar kind of attention from July, right from July in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. The three elections mm-hmm. will go for polls in October, uh, which will be again the semifinals for the 2019 elections, as uh, we will like to put it, I mean, uh, term it as. So, yeah and uh, you know uh, something just to add because i think we will will be also talk speaking about what was not uh, what did not get a lot of coverage i have two things to talk about one mm-hmm. i'll speak right away the other i think uh, you know when yeah Rohin because i would like Chay- Rohin yeah. to
0: weigh in on the coverage of karnataka elections yeah.
1: so uh, i think because we was because we are talking about elections west bengal uh, just Know, witnessed a very bloody uh, uh, gruesome there was a lot of violence yeah w- violent uh, w- uh, there was a lot of violence in the panchayati polls and surprisingly uh, you know uh, 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 mamta energy and the tmc does not has lot of friends in the media hmm. media is always critical about the undemocratic quote unquote uh, methods used by uh, the tmc goons again quote unquote uh, but this time when they were literally murdering the democracy in West Bengal we could not cover it because the entire attention was fixed the cameras was fixed in Karnataka
0: which is what I am trying to say
1: no I, I said it, it <laughs> got the uh, coverage that it deserved but I am hmm. saying we could have also covered what was happening in West Bengal hmm. yes West Bengal has witnessed a lot of violence even in the past when uh, the left was in power uh, but this time things got really out of control
0: even during no. the filing of nomination papers, journalists were attacked. Right, right. So Rohin, bringing uh, you into the discussion, ki what
3: baat do you think? I se am sorry about this and the way we are talking about the Karnataka election, you remember that the municipal corporation ka election was covered in the whole TV. Pe tha, 2000- <laughs> जप- which is what <laughs> I think from
0: the coverage and from what Amit is saying the panel can choose to disagree but it's the BJP factor that's playing such an important role. So is BJP shaping the narrative nee, of the media?
3: One thing is that it is shaping the narrative of hindi media. The other to is that, if you look at the Hindi media, a good that Keral Karnataka has never been discussed for Hindi media. When Amit Shah and Amit Shah don't even know BJP is such a party that sare cabinet leaders are in state. Nagarpalika So when Puri Madari whole तो लोगों को लगता है कि मदारी देखने वालों का हुजूम बहुत बड़ा होगा तो इसीलिए वो उसको दिखाते हैं केरल में अभी देखिए विप्लव देव के जो इनसेंसिटिव कमेंट्स आ रहे थे मजाकिया कमेंट्स थे उस पे जिस तरीके से ट्विटर के फीड्स थे केरल के जो केरल के त्रिपुरा के जो लोग लिख रहे थे उसमें एक बहुत गहरी बात छिपी है कि कम कम आपका ध्यान अब त्रिपुरा पे तो गया this Hindi media or hmm. media has told that if there is koi insensitive statement, then you will cover news. But what is happening? What hmm. will you cover? You will cover it.
0: Makes sense. So, just one more question related to Karnataka elections and its coverage. So, when the media sort of becomes vulnerable, so what I am trying to say is, when there is so much coverage, does do you guys think that? the media becomes vulnerable to perception management tactics employed by different political parties?
2: Uh employed by different political... No, just to answer what uh, you said a while back, in fact, whether the BJP is the one that is setting the mm-hmm. narrative. But I think what Amit said here was right in the fact that they take every single election seriously, mm-hmm. which makes other political parties also give the kind of fight that the Congress gave in the Karnataka elections. Mm-hmm. Something that not many of us expected. When, once we saw the hung assembly, we thought it is going to the BJP, they will work some miracle out like they did in uh, other states before. But this is one election where we saw how other political parties have also taken this election seriously and they know that this is one of the semifinals right before 2019. Mm-hmm. So. It was a very, very, very uh, fierce fight that Congress and the JDS put up against the BJP. So it's not, so to say, BJP building the narrative, but yes, the way it takes elections is making other people also take these elections seriously, including the media, which is why I think it got the kind of coverage it got, which it
0: demanded. Again, Mm -hmm. I agree to him. So what I'm trying to ask is this, taking it so seriously, political parties taking it seriously is also letting or making the editors take the election seriously because there's a fight back. So does that make the media or could that make the media vulnerable to stings or rather, you know, news information, news pieces being planted, which could be picked up with the machinery that's been in place. And then we can move on from Karnataka. Mm.
3: मीडिया वाली बात पे एक चीज और मजेदार है कि ऐसा नहीं है कि लोग दिन भर वो देख के चट नहीं रहे हैं। वो चट रहे हैं और एक तरीके से वो मीडिया लिटरेसी का भी एक मतलब जिसको ट्रिकल डाउन कहते हैं ना मीडिया लिटरेसी जैसे नविका कुमार टाइम्स नाउ पे क्या बोल रही थी कि आवर गवर्नमेंट विल फॉर्म so the tv channel ye narrative chalane लगे कि ये आ, moral, moral, moral grounds So dene lage to log itne tv dekh rahe hain aur wo is media literacy but i
1: just want to add two things number one uh, if you, you know, uh, we are a country where journalism uh, mainly was meant for political uh, reporting if you go through the newspaper history of the newspapers in India uh, which started in the pre-independent era and uh, even after independence it was majorly focused on the movements uh, the rebellions the what the politicians said and we as a country could not move away or we could not expand, you know, uh, diversify the kind of reporters that we do. Yes, there are feature reporting, there are sports reporting, there is environmental reporting, but majorly our mm-hmm. newspaper and the uh, electronic media is focused on the political narrative. So yes, there will be more coverage, more uh, talking about, more air time to the political uh, mm-hmm. incidents. Number one. Number two, because two of us were on ground in Karnataka, so it's wrong that any media house Preferably would pick any political party's narrative. You get plants. It's It depends on the reporters. Report. whether It to depends
2: on you whether dip- or not you want to uh, go by what they're telling you. Because when you're on ground, you definitely get plants and you won't even realize that it's a plant. So how do you guys
0: make that choice?
2: So it depends on um, when you're on ground, you just don't have one single source, right? Mm. You have several sources and... As a reporter, what you do is to constantly try and check whether the kind of information that you're getting is credible or not. So you don't check it from one source, you check it from multiple sources. And then by the end of it, it is up to you to make an editorial call out of all the information that you've got. It is up to you to decide mm-hmm. which one according to you, based on all the facts that you've collected, you know which one you have to go by. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to fall for a plant because it's very luring and it will have like, you will agree with me that there were many plants that mm-hmm. I was exposed to. I'm sure you were also yes. exposed to many plants during our coverage in Karnataka. But, but then again,
0: you have to make your own choice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's not an easy one, Both Amit and Shruti are grinning am wondering what these <laughs> plans were. You know, one okay.
1: thing uh, to add to it and uh, then we will just, quickly yes, move yes. from Karnataka. Like uh, the day when the governor, there was a whole uh, speculation about the gov- uh, Yadurappa has got the letter. The BJP is going to form the government. So we got the intelligence, uh, intelligence report, a kind of letter, which was issued by the intelligence department to police officers. Then. Uh, there was a tweet from karnataka bjp karnataka twitter handle it was deleted so you see on the ground that there are 50% of the reporters tv reporters would just ask their cameraman to switch on the camera and they'll give the p2c or they'll give the live to the studio and there is bandra there's a bunch of uh, another bunch of reporters who would just say hold on hold on let's let it be confirmed from the official sources so again it's about at what point of time you fall for it, or at what point of time you can hold your nerve? Yeah, that's it. So
2: yeah, it's when when you're on ground, it's about who gets the news first and who gets to break it first. So that that kind of pressure but is obviously there the with TV reporters. the pressure, deadlines,
0: right? Yeah,
2: so. so that kind of pressures, those kind of pressures always are there with, especially with TV reporters.
1: And more than deadline, I believe, you know, that it's excitement breaking of breaking a yeah, story. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, so. Sorry, but we are going to move on from Karnataka and we're going to go to Rohin. Rohin, in the last week's podcast, you talked about uh, Dainik Jagran's mm-hmm. mischievous reporting. So, what do you think was overplayed this week and what didn't get enough media attention? overplayed,
3: ki koj, wo hai, lekin underplayed is petrol prices. Mm-hmm. E, petrol prices dramatically uh, मैं एक एग्जांपल दे रहा हूं कि अभी जो दिल्ली में पेट्रोल बिक रहा है वो 76. सम्थिंग है और अभी इंटरनेशनल मार्केट में पर uh, बैरल का रेट है 77.90 पर बैरल है यूएस डॉलर ये रेट 2015-16 में अपने सबसे लोएस्ट पे था जब मेडेलीस्ट कंट्रीज़ में वॉर के सिचुएशन थी ये था 46 रुपीस uh, uh, 46 यूएस ड� आने वाले समय के लिए तैयार हो रहे हैं उस समय भी उन्होंने रिजर्व हां वो मतलब रिजर्व भर रहे हैं तो अब जब पेट्रोल प्राइसेस बढ़ गए हैं तो वो कहां गया है इसमें दो चीजें बहुत मजेदार हैं
1: एक चीज और उसमें ऐड करने के लिए कि जब 2013
3: में मेरे ख्याल से यूपीए बहुत इसमें सरकार ने अभी जो जीएसटी लेकर आई है सरकार अगर सरकार पेट्रोल के दामों पे जीएसटी अप्लाई नहीं होता अगर वो जीएसटी अप्लाई कर दे तो मैं उसका ब्रेकअप बता रहा हूं तो अगर हाईएस्ट जीएसटी का स्लैब 28 percent का लगेगा तो पेट्रोल प्राइसेस अभी के हिसाब से बनेंगे 49 मतलब कि करीब 33 स फिर the state commission is 5 rupees and then the retail selling price
0: 49 then it's
3: not going under GST ever the हैं neighboring countries which are selling petrol from Thailand to like in Nepal, the petrol is 66.60 Sri Lanka in Bangladesh, 79 rupees, 50 rupees, and in India, 70 rupees. So I think a problem because when the to the inf- inflation Har Lekin hai. No, But you, In
2: fact, Delhi maybe it's slightly cheaper because Haan. we are a union territory. Haan. If you look at a Bombay, it's ab- yeah, It's much Mumbai more expensive main. than it's what it is also is cheaper
1: Delhi. because uh, I think there was some state. Yes, the reduced their share And one more thing, this time it's not happening, because we are young people who
0: Okay, gonna...
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to say this because last <laughs> time हाँ, I, हाँ I cracked a joke and someone wrote a letter to us.
0: So Amit, what hmm. do you think was underreported over the last yeah.
1: week? So I realized I'm telling you a background story for this. I was after completing the entire reporting day and all, I was walking on some street in Bangalore and then a friend called me. This He said he asked, where is Arvind Kejriwal these days? Uh, why is he so silent? Uh, is he afraid of Modi? I And I realized, dude, He's very much, you know, uh, trying and making efforts and struggling and fighting because the next day he had asked all MLA's to march from CM's residence to uh, the Raj Bhavan, the LG house in Delhi. And on a regular news day when you don't have <laughs> elections, I think this is the yes. news for the entire country. I mean, you won't see anything beyond it on the TV screens or newspapers, uh, for sure. So what has happened is, whatever is happening in Delhi, because if we have something else happening in the country, major like Karnataka or UP elections will move there. Otherwise, Aam Admi Party is the best selling material. So you can take any point of view, but you can peg your news, whatever way your you know it fits into your editorial policy. So whatever ha- was happening in Delhi was important, number one. Number two, even if we see the regular news flow, According to that narrative as well, it was important. So I thought that it should have got coverage, uh, at least in the uh, so-called uh, national media. But it not because uh, we, uh, the parachute journalists, were busy somewhere else. So yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. So uh, this week I want to discuss. A couple of underreported stories one i came across yesterday so according to a brief in the hoot 34 people employed by abp limited through different contractors for different roles uh, were fired and have been protesting outside the abp premises for almost a month and this has not been covered by any mainstream media and Apart from that brief in the hoot, I tried looking up, I googled, I googled using keywords, I tried looking for it, uh, I tried looking for press releases, I couldn't find it anywhere. So according to the report, these workers are protesting against not being paid the minimum wages in 2016. So they were told to form a union to get those minimum wages. They formed a union and they got the minimum wages in 2017. But that deficit of 2016 was never filled. And in the report, uh, the protesters Ar- have Ar- also- Arrears, you
1: mean, right? Arrears. Ar- Ar- yeah. Of 2016,
0: so there would be a difference between what they are, w- what's the minimum wage, and what they were getting, right? So that difference has not been given to them. And the report, in the report, these protesters have also alleged that they have reached out to different media organisations to cover what they are protesting against and to cover what ABP was doing, but they were denied all the coverage. And I thought, like, when we talk about solidarity, is it just death? Is it just killing that can evoke protest? Is it just those sort of things that will evoke coverage? So that was one thing I want to discuss. So if anyone wants to weigh in before I speak about the next thing.
2: I really though, though you explained it very well what the entire issue is about, but honestly I had no idea about this. And this is what? yeah, so that's what that's what. None of the mainstream like forget mainstream. Nobody actually mm. ever pointed this out but about coverage i am not sure because i, I really don't know what the gritties of this entire deal is so i really would not like to comment on why it wasn't mm-hmm. covered but for one for for the one uh, point that you raised is it only deaths that uh, would uh, call for solidarity give uh, i don't think that's the case mm. but even in this case if there is if there are things that need attention i'm pretty
0: sure that the mainstream media will pick it up in time okay so anyone else you want to weigh in i also want to highlight the coverage given to the narrative coming out of israel and palestine just to give some context to our readers u.s recently shifted their embassy from tel aviv to jerusalem to which tens of thousands of palestinians were protesting against and according to reports israeli forces opened fire uh, fire on the demonstrators killing nearly 60 protesters and injuring about 2400 of them to highlight this difference or to highlight the difference in domestic coverage given to the opening of embassy as against the coverage given to the violence at the border or violence along the border, Al Jazeera did a split screen narrative where they pointed out the dissonance of coverage, dissonance between the coverage given to the opening of embassy, which was like an hour long affair and these protests and sniper sh- uh, shooting that were happening along the border all during the day. So. In the coverage one of the things that really stood out to me was how the media sort of labels one group of protesters as as terrorists and another set of media groups will then call them protesters who are asking for their rights and in the image from what i could interpret from the image these guys along the border are throwing stones and in return snipers are shooting so like how I'm just conflicted, like how do you say that these people who are throwing stones, okay, thrones will probably wherever, if it lands on someone's head, it's going to create an impact, but how do you compare the carnage or the killings caused by sniper bullets, which will result in more casualties to stone stones being thrown? But I haven't been on the ground, so I don't, I'm just conflicted.
2: And uh, I'm also conflicted about the fact that you said in the split screen, one said terrorists and
0: the other said? So they've, while in the split screen, so they've gone to different channels. They've mm, moved oh. out of the split screen and they've picked up some channels like Alay Arabia and there were Israeli channels that they've covered and they went to Fox and Friends because Trump allegedly watches Fox and Friends mm. beginning his day. So they were trying to say, like, if this, if they're already labeling them as terrorists without much evidence then what is the narrative that the president is going to pick mm. so so you're saying this did not receive coverage in the ma- mainstream media so it's not about the quantity of coverage mm. but the difference or the way in which it was covered that I was trying to point out also on a, another international news was journalists and this again is not about the amount of coverage it got but it's, uh, actually, this is about the amount of coverage it got. So, journalists at RTV, Spain's state-owned broadcast service, are protesting against the government's interference in their editorial line. So, the journalists are wearing black clothes on Fridays to protest. And, like, I understand it's a media in Spain very far away from India. But even in international news, I didn't find... The English international news, I didn't find much coverage. Another international news that... Uh did not receive any coverage uh,
2: <laughs> on the day that it happened was the royal wedding. I'm not saying it should have because it, it happened it, it on the... It was trending
0: on Twitter.
2: It, yeah, but mainstream media could not pick it up because that was the exact moment when Yad Europa resigned. The when the bride arrived, right? Yedurappa resigned. <laughs> <laughs> so it got absolutely no attention. While the rest of the world was talking about how the bride looked, how the entire what the guest list was, how Priyanka Chopra looked, yeah. we were discussing <laughs> Yedurappa's resignation.
1: And dude, I was so shocked. Next morning when I saw the newspaper, that was the moment I realized, shit, she's married now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So before we close out for this episode. um, the panel, would you like to share your recommendations, Rohin?
3: Because I was <laughs> about hmm. petrol prices, I wrote a book on petrol, but natural gases. Gas Wars, Chronic Capitalism and the Ambani's. This is a Paranjay Guha I haven't किताब it yet, I haven't read it But this Uh, Shruti?
2: Yeah. So uh, since we spoke so much about Karnataka elections, there are (laughs) two pieces that I would uh, recommend. Uh, One is from the Indian Express, which is called Karnataka elections 2018, more votes, fewer seats. How? Mm. So this explains how- Who's this by? The byline you're saying? Yeah. Uh, Konyan Sheriff. Okay. So uh, it explains how, uh, how and why the Congress got more vote share yet it had seventy-eight seats, as compared to BJP, which had one hundred and four, but had a lower vote share than the Congress. This piece beautifully explains why that uh, uh, happens. And the second recommendation. And the second one is uh, a scroll piece by Alok Prasanna Kumar, which is called, uh, which is basically an explainer which is called uh, B S at Europa has been sworn in as the Karnataka Chief Minister. What happens next? So this piece basically explains um, the anti-defection law and uh, the legal ways in which uh, the BJP could have, uh, as, as it didn't, mm-hmm. but the BJP could have found ways to, uh, you know, sort of uh, get uh, the government and uh, the way out for the Congress on how it could counter the bjp's uh, attempts to ma- form the government so these two pieces very nicely explain the situation in karnataka right now and the other possibilities which are uh, which were open not right now but uh, till the time yedurappa hadn't resigned these Two pieces explain very beautifully the situation in Karnataka.
0: So uh, since you've brought in Karnataka back, I just have one more question since both of you were on ground. Do you think in 2019 the face of opposition would look like all parties together against the BJP? So today there was an advertisement in one of the papers, I can't recall which one, I think Deccan Herald. So there they have Mayawati, uh, Sonia Gandhi and Leaders from all these parties in one advertisement. So, do you think that that is how the opposition would look like? Kumaraswamy is swearing in guest list tells you all,
2: but it would be too premature of me to comment on it right now. But yes, that's what many many people are saying right now. Amit. What are your thoughts?
1: If it was that easy then yes or in 2019 we'll see united opposition, front
2: United opposition, second uh, front
1: ins- against yeah. the BJP uh, Is there no, third it, front? Yes
3: <laughs> So that's what, that's what
1: we, we, I mean if it was that easy So it would have been uh, NDA versus uh, the UPA but I doubt. I doubt because even in UP, there's, I hardly believe that there'll be a scenario where the BSP and SP will allow the Congress party to fight in a uh, united manner. So BSP and SP would want that they should fight on at least 68 seats together mm-hmm. and Congress can get two to four seats there.
0: Also, before we go to Amit's recommendation, there's another question I wanted to ask. So today there's a plea in uh, the Supreme Court that's going to be examined on whether forwarding social media posts, whether on WhatsApp or retweeting on retweeting on Twitter, the microblogging side, is it endorsement? Like, what do you guys think? I don't think so. I
2: don't think... not. Not every retweet is an mm. endorsement. And most people on their timelines uh, most people are on their profiles in fact put put that as a disclaimer that retweets are not endorsements and mm-hmm. why i think they're not endorsements is also because a lot of times even i retweet things which i do just to tell people okay watch out for this guy mm-hmm. or watch out for this particular kind of tweet that you are going to uh, see even in your timeline so i'm not endorsing it but i am probably telling the people on my timeline that you have to watch out for mm-hmm. this particular person or you have to watch out for this particular trend that mm-hmm.
0: is uh i agree but i was thinking about like when we share let's say we are sharing a fake news post so that people are aware that this is a fake news exactly but isn't that giving isn't that increasing the reach of that fake news
2: but you're also trying to tell people that when you're sharing fake news and telling people mm-hmm. that it's fake that doesn't mean you're endorsing fake news but you're trying to tell people that it's fake and you need to watch out for it that's exactly what i meant when i said that you need to watch out for this particular person or this particular trend or this particular news mm. that is trending on social media that doesn't mean you're endorsing it you're trying to tell people that you need to watch out for mm. this and Ruin, be careful what do you
0: think
3: इसमें इसमें दोनों खतरा तो रहता ही है कुछ लोग जानबूझकर बहुत कुछ चटपटा डालते हैं ताकि उसको लोग मतलब दोनों पक्ष के लोग या तो एक गाली देगा या तो एक उससे सहमत होकर उसको खूब शेयर करेगा तो गाली देने वाले को भी मतलब सोशल मीडिया ने हमारे बिहेवियर में इतना चेंज किया है कि हम शेहला राशिद ने रमजान के शुरुआत में एक ट्वीट किया जिसमें उन्होंने रो, रोजा जो लोग करते हैं उवरत की फिलॉसफी बता रही थी ठीक है तो उपरत की फिलॉसफी को रीट्वीट करते हुए मैंने कमेंट किया कि मतलब तीज और और बाकी नवरात्रों पे जो हम लोग क्रिटिसिज्म करते हैं तो ये किस कम्युनिस्ट लिटरेचर में ये बताया जा रहा है कि रोजा से पॉवर्टी एलिवेशन हो रहा है तो अगर ऐसा है तो देश में तो हमारे बहुत सारे लोग रोज रोजा पे हैं तो ये तो बहुत बेहुदा तर्क है तो सहला राशिद की बात को पहुंचा नहीं रहे हैं मुझे लग रहा है उस बड़े बैलून में हमें एक पिन मार रहे हैं अमित
1: I agree with uh, Rohin there. and because we are talking about Twitter I have very good news for uh, people our listeners and uh, if इसको मैं एकदम शुद्ध हिंदी में बोलना चाहूँगा अगर इस बहुत सारे लोग uh, अगर कोई भी बिहार से या उत्तर प्रदेश से या काउ बेल्ट से सुनते हूं इस पॉडकास्ट को और वो तेजस्वी यादव को ट्विटर पे गाली देना पसंद करते हूं उसको नौवीं फेल कहना पसंद करते हूं ये बात मैं इसलिए कह रहा हूं क्योंकि ट्विटर पे तेजस्वी यादव कर्नाटक चुनाव की वजह से बहुत कई बार इस बात को कह चुके हैं कि हम बिहार में सिंगल पार्टी हैं इसलिए हमको मौका मिलना चाहिए सरकार बनाने का और उनके हर जो कमेंट आता है तो पहली बात उसमें होती है चुब्बे नौ, नौमी फेल, नौमी फेल, नौमी फेल तो जो लोग ये बात कह रहे हैं और गणित बता रहे हैं कितना परसेंट क्या आया तो इसके साथ एक और
3: बात जोड़ दूं कि अभी बिहार बोर्ड का रिजल्ट 15 दिन के बाद आएगा और आप देखिए रिपोर्टर्स एकदम बैठे होंगे कि पकड़ना टॉपर को क्योंकि ये एक बहुत सेक्सी ट्रेंड बन गया ना कि टॉपर को खुद नहीं मालूम हो उसका जवाब लेकिन वो क्वेश्चनअर बना जाता जाते उस लड़के के पास पूछने
1: <laughs> <laughs> तो बस एक पॉइंट आउट करने के लिए मैं इस बात को कह रहा हूं कि बिहार में 100 सीटों पे राजद ने चुनाव लड़ा था और 100 में से 80 सीटों पे विक्ट्री मिली थी जो कि किसी भी पार्टी के लिए बहुत बड़ा सक्सेस रेट है अगर आप देखें तो मतलब 80 percent सीट्स पे आप जीत रहे हैं जो आपने कंटेस्ट किया बहुत रेयरली होता है ऐसा नंबर दो वोट शेयर जब वो कहते हैं तो पॉइंट आउट कर रहे हैं लोग कि बीजेपी को 24 percent वोट मिला था और 18 percent आरजेडी को वोट मिला था तो जो नौवी फेल बोल रहे हैं तेजस्वी यादव को उनके लिए मै 100 सीटों पे राजद लड़ी 100 सीटों में उसको 18% वोट मिला भाजपा लड़ी 159 सीटों पे 159 सीटों में उसको मिला 24% वोट शेयर तो दोबारा स्कूल में एक रिफ्रेशर कोर्स करें और परसेंटेज निकाले कि कौन कितने सीटों पे लड़ा और किसको कितना परसेंट वोट मिला तो उस हिसाब से तेजस्वी यादव का मेरी <laughs> recommendation hai एक quint ने बहुत ही shandar video banaya hai thakur dipak thakur jinhone gangs of basipur ka famous Ghana gaya tha so, जी तो व्हाट
0: अबाउट द क्वीन्स पीस
1: एक वीडियो, वीडियो है, वीडियो। है। वीडियो। आ, दीपक ठाकुर मुजफ्फरनगर मुजफ्फरपुर बिहार के रहने वाले हैं और वहां एक ऐसे गांव में रहते हैं जो पानी से घिरा हुआ है और उन्होंने दो फिल्मों में अनुराग कश्यप के गैंग्स ऑफ का बहुत ही फेमस गाना गाया और बाद में में Film में उन्होंनेंदगाने काफी फेमस भी हैगाने लेकिन अभी भी उनकी जिंदगी में कोई बदलाब नहीं आया और उनके uh, के लिए एक स्ट्रगल करेंगे फाइट करेंगे बहुत वीडियो है देखे मजा आएगा
0: uh, my recommendation is the split screen that al Jazeera did I would definitely want everyone to watch it just to understand the kind of media narratives the difference in media narratives that's coming out of Israel and Palestine. It's called Israel Palestine Split Screens and in Narratives. It's in it's part of the Listening Post. Also another piece I would like to recommend is on the Israel Palestinian conflict. It's a piece by in the Economist. It's called There is a Better Way where the writer the reporter is arguing that Palestinians should take up non-violence. Like I have not been on the ground but I'm from what I have read all I'm trying to understand is they are they sort of there're no resources people are hungry petrol they can't afford food they can't afford petrol like how are we expecting them to attack israeli forces which are well armed which have a lot of resources so if we are asking the palestinians to take up nonviolence which absolutely there should be nonviolence from both sides but why are we not talking about the steps that israeli forces should take so i would request people to write to me if they have any thoughts on this or the panel if you want to weigh in
3: नहीं इस पे नहीं एक और रिकमेंडेशन मैं देना चाह रहा हूं क्योंकि हम लोग बनारस फ्लाईओवर घटना की बात कर रहे थे मीडिया विजिले एक हिंदी की छोटी सी वेबसाइट है उसने लगातार सीरीज में स्टोरीज की है सिर्फ उनके रिपोर्टर वहां बनारस में हैं उन्होंने अभी बताया कि 19 फरवरी 2018 को जो यूपी वो जो कंस्ट्रक्शन वाले बोर्ड है उस पे एफआईआर हुआ था irregularities बरत रहे हैं और वहां से barricadings को side कीजिए और जो गाड़ियाँ नीचे से जाती हैं वहाँ से उसको बंद उस flyover construction के नीचे से गाड़ियाँ नहीं और उस कोई नहीं थे। और उसमें letter attached story
1: recommend कर रहा okay
0: so that's all for today thank you panel
1: yeah before we say thanks today uh, because I was on ground uh, Manisha was also on ground so I th- I know that usually this kind of appeal comes from Abhinandan uh, or Madhu, but uh, this is very sincere appeal. I don't want to sound very preachy or, you know, uh, don't consider it as a pitch. It's a request. So uh, with an example, last night I was coming from uh, the press club and I had to go to meet some other friend and then go back to home. So I ended up spending somewhat 400, 500 rupees, so I'm sure. You do that regularly, you drink coffee, you end up spending a lot of money on... On uh, cigarettes? Yeah, on cigarettes. for the, uh, Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, my friend bought a packet of cigarettes. It was for 400 something rupees. So maybe if you sacrifice a few cigarettes a day, <laughs> one or two maybe, <laughs> so you'll be able to uh, you know subscribe to News Laundry. And why? Because uh, we were there for 20 days almost. And I felt that had we had enough budget to be on ground for a week or two more, uh, then uh, we could have explored Karnataka polls uh, in a better mm. manner. Uh, whatever we have done in a very limited resources and uh, uh, resources. It's out there. With, you like it. You can. Uh, you don't like it. Send us your suggestions, feedback. But please understand, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of resources, and a lot of money at the end of the day to do such kind of ground reports. Also, I want to share one last thing. Uh, I was traveling from Mangalore to... Udupi the entire day and then I went to Dharwad the same hmm. night so uh, I went to Udupi for a story and uh, it did not work out right but we ended up spending, spending the resources money resources, are still resources invested. there so uh, on ground reports you reach a dead end sometimes so what I'm trying to say is uh, please subscribe and uh, f- you know contribute to News Laundry and other independent media organizations whatever you like whichever you choose to read So that there are more ground reports free from biases. We do have biases, but at least in the report.
0: Adding to what Amit said, like, since Amit and Manisha were on ground, we had, like, we couldn't get as many reports about other uh, pieces of news that we thought were undercovered. We could have gotten more reportage from the violence that happened in Aurangabad. We could have gotten more reportage from West Bengal. But that would only be possible when people subscribe, when people pay to keep news independent and when people pay to news laundry. So that's all we have (laughs) for you today. Thank you, panel.
1: Thank you. Thank Thank you.
0: Pay to keep news (laughs) (laughs) free. Yes.